Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we have not yet talked about the uh, <clears throat> hellacious performance last night in the association from one Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid, of mm. course, for the 76ers, who is uh, once again playing at an MVP level, probably uh, the favorite right now, I would say, to go back-to-back. He sets a franchise record last night against the San Antonio Spurs and Victor Wimbanyama with 70 points. 70 points against the Spurs. And it was funny because before the game started, Greg Popovich was joking around. He was like, yeah, Wimby's going to bust his ass. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put him, uh, have Wimby dunk him through the rim or whatever. Yeah. Put him beat in, in the rim. Yeah. And uh, I will say, I mean, Wimby had 33. I mean, but but Joel Embiid had 70. <laughs> Joel Embiid had 70. And, uh, and the 76ers. Did not even cover, amazingly. I guess, you know, look, Carl Towns had 62 in a loss, so crazy night in the NBA. But, uh, yeah, this 76ers team, bro, I know, you know, we're not really there yet on NBA, but I like them a lot in the East. I do. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Harden's gone, so we, we have him out of the equation. He's not going to quit on us in the playoffs. Maxie's a gamer. You know, it feels like they probably need one piece but maybe it's Tobias Harris. Maybe it's him. He's been in and out of that guy yeah. in terms of how much you trust him to be that third option. But he's been – if you look at his numbers, he's been pretty solid for him uh, all season long for the most part. But, they, you know, they got, a, they got a lot of other pieces that are playing pretty well for them. You just – you subtract James Harden from, an, from a situation and usually it's going to improve. Uh, and it has. And, again, when you got the anchor playing like Joel Embiid is – you know, the one thing about that, John, you're talking about the, whether he's not the favorite for the MVP, and he may be. I'd, I'd be interested in what Vegas has got. He's, he's got to play in 33 more games. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia's past the halfway mark. I'm assuming we all are at this point. He can uh, – there, there's some discussion that because, you know, if he don't he's make 65 – Plus 110. Right. He's got to play in 33 of whatever the remaining games are. Imagine what are we down to, 39, 40, yeah. whatever it is. That's true. That's he's got true. to appear That's in all true. of them. That's been one of the storylines, how well he's playing. And yet he might not win MVP because of the NBA's new rules, CBA. Uh, you got to play in 65 games to get these major awards. So, so how he, many more can he miss? He's 30 he's – he's only played 32 games. So he's got to play 33 more to get to 65 and, and there's only 40 left. I don't I don't have the record in front of me. I'm assuming you did. 29 and 32. So there's 40 games left. 29 and 32 is 41. Yeah. He's got 41 games left. 82 game season, right? I think it's 42. 29 plus 13 is 42. 13. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's four, it's four it's going to be 33 or 40, mm-hmm. which he will do. Going to be tight. I mean, all these guys can play whenever they want. I mean, he's he's missed 
what, nine of their 40, 10 of their 42. Yeah. Yeah. So on that pace, he would not make it. Well, he's got it. He's he's definitely chosen to sit out on like some of those. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's gonna he's gonna find a way to play and be eligible for that award. Period. You well, the, the argument is that some are going to hold it against him because Jokic has played 43 games, mm-hmm. and you compare 43 to 32. There's a significant game difference there, and you talk about yeah production, yeah look at what Joel Embiid is doing, but has he been on the floor enough? When you compare it to, again, Jokic has played all 43 games, bro. So, anyway, point is, Embiid, yeah, favorite for MVP. But unlike Jokic, he's right. going to have this new NBA rule coming to play at least. Right. It's going to either force him to play some games. He might not or whatever Who, who, who would your vote go to? Right now, you you would give it to Embiid. You, well, to, what would for, you, the, yeah. for the same reasons that you gave it to him last year. Like, Embiid, defensively, right. what he did was different. Yes. And it's what set him apart from Jokic. Plus, everybody in the East talking about the Celtics. Everybody's talking about the Bucks. I mean, here the 76ers are. They're 29 and 13. Uh, people are talking up Jason Tatum because they want to be different. Yeah. But, I mean, what well, Joel Tatum, Tatum's Embiid is. not the MVP, unfortunately. Because that team's too. That team does too much, <clears throat> you know, around him, right? I mean, Brown can have a night. Porzingis can have a night. It's just not. You take Joel Embiid out of the equation. They have won games without Embiid. I will say they did beat the Magic without Joel Embiid, but. Um, I mean, the guy put up 70 freaking points yesterday. I mean, that's – like, how many guys are actually able to do that in the league? I think only took two threes, too. Only hit one three for those 70, which is outrageous. Yep. You do all that two-pointers. Yeah, I mean – Yeah, he's one of two from three-point range, 21 of 23 from the free throw line, 24 of 41 overall. Yeah. So 39 shots inside the arc. They're only four games back of first. I mean, that's that's a lot, but, you know, only half game back in second. So – I mean, they're they're a team that I don't know if they have any moves to make at the deadline if they want to if they want to do that, but um, I mean, I would say that I would say the Seventy Sixers have have found another gear, you know, this year. Um, they were good last year, but it just feels like this team's a little bit better. Thirty points in twenty one straight games, at least thirty. He's the MVP. Absolutely. Hopefully, he'll play enough games to be that. Now, look, I mean, you could also it's 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 a little bit like the LeBron James argument, right? Like. You could you could give the the award to Jokic every year if you wanted to because if you take him out of the game, what are, what are the Nuggets? Nothing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's like so you could and, and, and you know I will say the Seventy Sixers I think are, but it's like do you penalize a team for having a little bit better like roster? Like you know what I'm saying? I, I, that's that's the part to me that kind of gets lost in that award. It's like do I penalize the Seventy Sixers for having better players around Embiid? Then you know the Nuggets. I mean, the Nuggets have Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon. Who should Jamal Murray? He should be an All Star. You year. would say, you know, if Jokic is, but so I don't know. I mean, I think that's that's the question, and I never know. You know, it's hard to get inside the minds of these voters, but I just think you have to give the nod right now to to Embiid off the seventy. Although I, I will say it's not over. I, don't, I mean, Jokic could track him down. Again, again, some voters are going to pick Jokic because of the right. amount of games played, the fact right. that he was there all regular season, didn't miss games. Right. So some are going to hold that against Embiid, you know, even if Embiid makes the required 65 games that you've got to. Did you hear Kevin Durant's breakdown of uh, Embiid's 70? I heard. I just now saw it. Uh, I, I really enjoy when Kevin Durant talks about the NBA and the game, whether, you know, not so much himself and his performance, because I think that, that's gotten to a point where it's so redundant for him. But when you hear him on other things in the NBA, like him, they told him about Embiid's 70 last night, and you see this sort of light go on and um, the excitement, the boyhood excitement that comes out of him. I, I made the case to John uh, off air. I think, I think Kevin Durant, if he wants to be, 
and Lord knows he loves watching basketball and talking about it, is going to be as good a television analyst after his basketball career as he was a basketball player. Like all-star level. Yep. Insight, opinions, and everything else. Like in terms of, forget Kevin, we know he's got thin skin and everything when you talk about it, you know, where his place is among the greats. Yep. But when he is talking about the league and other good players in the league, dude, I, I'm, I'm always at attention. Because it's it's always it's always something you haven't heard. It's always original. It's it, it's not in cliches as you hear most of these guys that have been through these interviews and everything else. Just again, his you know his excitement level for what you know Embiid did, and he mentioned that Cat having all those points for what the you know he pointed out the NBA is in a renaissance right now in terms of what you're seeing from a scoring standpoint. Uh, he did, whether it's in that spot as a television analyst if he wants it, because I'd, I'd listen to him more than I'd listen to Barkley or. Working for the NBA's front office as much as he can, you know, campaigns for him says, you know, the the brand itself. I mean, he's I, I I'm I'm so fascinated by what he says about the game. It's uh it's unlike anybody else. It really is. <clears throat> yeah, it's not in an attacking style like Draymond. You know, part of the tragedy. You know, he's doing his thing with his podcast, everything else, and yep. Draymond will attack in there. And Kevin doesn't do as much as that as as he just tells you why this is so impressive. And again, coming from a guy that can do everything he can. I think it's just it's always impressive insight. So uh, that's my Kevin Durant post basketball. I'm gonna be tuned into him probably like y'all tuned into Peyton Manning right now. Yeah, I mean I could see something like that. Like, he's done those before. Like he's had like those. Sometimes NBA TV will have like these separate broadcasts where it's like players. Yes, I want to say like Quentin Richardson and like somebody else. Uh, yeah, he's on another level. Yeah, than the, even those guys to me. Yeah, like he's um, he's definitely very thoughtful. You know what I'm saying. Uh, he he could have like a he could have like a podcast or a show or something if he wants but to. But I, I don't. I, I do say maybe it's a, it's a different style of drama. I don't think he's gonna. Everybody is good. Everybody to death to the point where you don't. You know he can't be honest about a bad situation. If indeed if he's in that Charles Barkley seat, and I do, and I think the quips and stuff with with you know for Charles and Shaq's relationship, that's as much why we watch that. You know that show as much as anything else. I mean, the quips between Kevin Durant and somebody else. I think you could probably have something similar there. Um, I just, I, 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 much like we've talked about uh, how good you know um, Tony Romo has been. Now he's dropped off a little bit. They said he's not studying as much. Is he not? Kevin Durant is going to be. Yeah, and that's why they said Olsen's well, passed he's him. Probably getting a little comfortable. Olsen's passed him because Olsen's continued to put in the work. I will say though, Greg Olsen, I'm speaking. I of. still think Tony Romo is like. Because he, he, he called it out, man. He called it out that, that at, and, it, and again, it's easy to do it after we know what happened. But he called out that second and nine throw that Allen missed. And he said, if they lose this game. Yeah, I remember when he said it. We're going to come back to this play. Yeah. And that's exactly what you did on Monday. Like a moth to a flame. That is exact. It's the first. It's how you, you didn't even say you're rolling with Jason and John. You started the show by saying Allen missed digs underneath. That's right. Just the same way you said Aaron Rodgers should have run it in. He missed Shakir deep, right? It was de- uh, in the end zone. Who was yeah, that I think in the end zone? Shakir, yes. Yeah. yeah, he went for it all, and uh, he he and, and I, look. They were arguing this morning about how much, whether or not this is on Josh Allen or the rest of the team, and and how much you put it on quarterbacks winning at this time of well, the year, and ultimately it all falls back on it, them. It does. It does. Uh, like Patrick Mahomes, we expect him to go win the game at that point. It's a, it, you know I, I, why is it different for Josh Allen? It should. It shouldn't be. I don't know why we're we're taking anything off of him. You know, in terms of uh, uh, being critical. You no, the opportunity was there. You had him at home. Is as best a situation you don't get. And frankly, credit to you guys for putting yourself in this in the position to host a home game with where you were. You were playing playoff games for weeks there. And then when the opportunity presented itself, 
They didn't go down there and take the lead, man. They ended up trying for a game-tying field goal that missed. Yeah, I think um, – I mean, who's that on if it's not on the quarterback to go down there and charge down there? If, if Patrick Mahomes didn't do it, we'd be saying Patrick Mahomes didn't get it done. Well, I mean, look – You expect that, him to. It is, it is ultimately the, the way it goes, right? It is ultimately the way it goes uh, in the NFL. The quarterback gets the credit. The quarterback gets the blame. I will say that defense had an abysmal performance against Mahomes. I mean, they let him do anything he wanted, everything he wanted. Pacheco was running up and down the defense field. Defense got him. ball back after Hardeman gives them the break. Well, that's true. That's true. Go they win did. the game at home. They did not take advantage, and that. And honestly, look, McDermott running that fake punt. What in the name? We didn't even talk about that? how bad a decision that was. But they, but they bounced back from that because they end up getting I, the I, opportunity. I know, but I'm just saying. But that's why we didn't talk. But you're right. It was it was foolish. Working for in reverse chronological order, that should have decided the game. They were very fortunate that it did not. Correct. I mean, Demar Hamlin. We talked about it on text. You revoked his comeback player of the year award. Because the Chiefs only had 10 players on the field, and they still I stopped. I, I, I think I deleted that text. No, I mean. I think, that, I think in the end, yeah. doesn't this make us, that now we're eligible. Well, you thought. Because it was playoffs. Yeah, uh, look, that was, that was. You were saying he didn't play enough this year. Well, yeah. Now, well, now, well, Again, now look, this was not a successful play. Well, it was, Why was, did you pick him? I have no idea. I was like, Sean McDermott, this is not. Is this, is this a like for some narrative movie. or story? Yeah, exactly. Demar Hamlin's going to get the but, first down. But see, they're not talking about that as no! much. No! What, what they're talking about, and Jeff talked about this a little bit. That's why he's staying away from They're talking about in Buffalo, and I tried to touch on this with you yesterday, how, how conservative they were at home. They didn't go for it enough, man. You know, until the end there when they absolutely had to. But well, they, yeah, but I they mean, played it super tight with that offense. It was you could just tell at the yeah, half. Real conservative. McDermott comes out and they say, McDermott, what's your what's your message to the team? Go for it. Dude, we didn't actually think you Mm-mm. meant it literally. Like you're gonna go for it well, on a fake that. punt with Damar Hamlin. I mean, if you're gonna go for it, bro, just go for it. Go with it, go for it with Josh Allen. If that's how you could kind of feel it coming in a way, because it was like are they really going to just punt this ball back to the Chiefs, you know, knowing how successful they've been on offense? You could, so you could kind of – and the Chiefs, like, they weren't surprised at all by it. Um, it was a disastrous situation. Um, but, look, it was a matter of – I mean, look, Josh Allen, what, what franchise would not have him as their quarterback, right? Like, what? I mean, the Chiefs probably are the only ones that would not take Josh Allen. Chiefs and Ravens. Okay, so two, maybe Cincinnati. Cincy. So that's uh, Stroud. I think uh, that's an interesting one, but that so max four, right? Realistically, so it's all relative, you know. Um, we have high expectations for Josh Allen because he has all the tools. The um, question is: Is he tier one with those guys, or do you have to bring him down a tier because he's not? Is he? Is he part the head of a second tier? I would say he's still tier one. He might be the back of the tier one, but I'd still say he's a tier one guy. Because in in his defense, he did clean up his his act. He stopped turning the ball over. Now they didn't take as many shots in that in that uh, right. in that game, and that's again, I, I I said this to you in like week six that McDermott needed to go because he and Josh Allen are not a fit. They don't work well together. But they got it back together. Brady, whoever he replaced with Dorsey, like it got it. It but, looked like it was a good decision. But McDerm- it's true. Remember that story about McDermott? He has piss running down his leg every big moment. Remember that story from the guy in Buffalo? Well, that it, like it's it. true. Yeah. I mean, the fourth and I mean, just crazy. I mean, so yes, Josh Allen missed that throw. He was failed by his defense. He was failed by his coaches. It was a, it was a, it was a complete effort, right? It was a complete effort, and he was outplayed by Mahomes. You got to be special to be Patrick Mahomes. You got, you got, you, you, he didn't you did. walk through the special door. And 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 honestly, it, it, the truth of it is, 
their their game plan was very obvious. We are going to try to keep the ball away from Patrick yeah, from their offense. That's it's not, and it's the right game plan. It is, but you it's, know. it's not going to be enough. But you got to put some shots in there. Exactly, you pepper right. in some shots. Exactly right because it was more just, than you did. Because what happened was Spagnolo he he adjusted to that run game in the second half. Thousand percent. And what was working for you in the first didn't work as well in the second because that's the way the Chiefs work. They are the best team in the NFL in when it comes to scoring defense in the second half. They only allow seven points a game. Guess what, Jason? They only allowed seven points in the second half of this one. So, at some point, and it's what happened in the Texans game, right? Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, rookie play caller. The Ravens adjusted. They whipped your ass in the second half. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs adjusted. They got the better of you in the second half. That's what these games come down to a lot of times. Mahomes is – the story is Mahomes, though. The the story is Mahomes is the closest thing we're probably ever going to see to Tom Brady in terms of he's better than Tom Brady talent-wise. No question about that. Two times over. Because how is his personnel that different from Brady's, right? I mean, Tom Brady always kept a great tight end, mm-hmm. but his receivers were usually better than the sum of their parts, thanks to him. I mean, they, yeah, he had a couple like Edelman, but Edelman would Edelman have been anything anywhere else? Or was he a product of Brady? I don't know. They, the team started to try to copy off them and have that white slot receiver after they them. Did. They sort of they, they come to mind as one of the first because the Dolphins yep. started to do it right after they did. Yep. Um, no, had, Edelman you, was Edelman put up some big. He was good in terms of reception numbers. But, but like was that were, a Brady effect, or was that just yeah. Edelman being a you know a great receiver? No, I, I probably I'd probably lead to a more of a Brady effect. Because like because like this is this is why I admired the Chiefs because Valdez Scantling was dropping those passes in the regular season. Right, the most famous play of the regular season was Valdez Scanlon dropping that pass in the end zone, and the first play of the second half, right? He made he it was it was one of the best plays of the game. That bomb that got him into the onto the forty yeah. yard line, you know, in response. Then he caught one more late in the game on a drive. It was a big catch, contested catch in traffic. Mahomes elevates these guys, right? Well, That's well, what he's been trying to do that all year. And Josh Allen, Valdez Scanlon does not stepped up. That's the truth. Josh Allen does does not. He did not elevate Stephon Diggs. You know, Shakir, I guess you could say maybe, right? I mean, that's probably fair, but Absolutely it's fair. Stephon Diggs has been doing nothing. Seems checked out. You know, had for weeks. And uh that's a concern, you know? That's a concern and something that has to be addressed. But uh yeah, I mean that's that's the t- topic of conversation today. I will say this. What will people say about Lamar if he can't beat Mahomes? It's a little bit different now because you've got all the weapons. Used to be you right. can make the uh, make the argument. Oh, he has no receivers. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're the MVP of the league. You got you know Andrews back. Probably it'll be the same thing as what you would say about Josh Allen is mm-hmm. that you haven't been big enough in the moment, right? Right. You know to step up into that final and highest tier that you got Mahomes to get up on that pedestal. Exactly. That, that's we'll say the same thing. Yeah, and it'll be on Lamar because, like I said, now with the, the way this defense is playing, yep, with all these weapons. He's got to win. You got yeah. to step through that door, and that's about the quarterback. That's absolutely right. Uh, hey, got to tell you real quick about Black Tie Moving, my friends at Black Tie Moving. If you are thinking about moving, get it on the schedule. Springs right around the corner. You should call my friends at Black Tie Moving for all your moving needs. 316 6196. That's the phone number. Get it on the schedule. Book them now. It will book up fast. And the great thing about Black Tie is you're going to get that VIP treatment no matter what. I know because I've used them twice. They're going to get it done quickly, they're going to get it done on budget. And you're going to have uh, a great experience, a professional experience. And that's what you deserve <clears throat> as a customer of Black Tie Moving. So, whether it's cross town, cross country, make sure you let Black Tie handle that move for you. Call them. 316-6196 is the number. Again, write it down. 316-6196. It's Black Tie Moving. Change the move in the city of Memphis. 
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Listen, uh, we need to address Jeff Goodman um, because he's really, he's killing my brand in Memphis just by being associated with him because some of the things Jason that he says on these shows is it's getting to be a little reckless and I've had these conversations with him you know well he, uh, we didn't help ourselves you know with the two straight losses you've given him in terms oh, of the things he's saying about Memphis and the program so last night he was hosting After Dark with Tyler Hansborough and Terrence Oglesby um, and Terrence Oglesby who just had Penny in the National yes. Coach of the Year conversation yes. okay yes. okay uh, T.O. is a friend of the program, period. We had him on, we have, we've had, we've had him on the show. We? Okay. Yes, we, have, we, we, we did have him on the show, and we are, I can tell you, we are going to, I know this is something that's been a long time coming, and you're going to be very excited about this. R.C. That's right. I can't wait. That's right. I've longed for this. You know yes. that. Yes. yes. I've been putting pressure on John to bring R.C. on. R.C. is good. I'm talking about Ryan Clark. We're talking about. The great Randolph Childress. The R.C. Who I honestly believe, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not saying because I work with him a lot. I think he is one of the best college basketball analysts that you don't maybe know about. Um, I think his I think his view of the game is really smart. Obviously, he was super accomplished at Wake Forest, and he yes. was a coach in a first-round NBA draft pick, you know. Um and he works hard, and I respect that. You know, he's all he's doing all the con- kinds of ESPN games. You know, ACC mostly, but uh, of course he was here for the Virginia game. So we are going to have him on very soon. Look forward to that. Make no mistake about it. We are not going to have him on Jeff Goodman though. Um, he is banned actually from the show. What did he say? He said Memphis was off to an unbelievable start, and now they're now they've lost two in a row, an embarrassing one that they lost at home to South Florida, in which they were up by twenty. And then they come back and they lose at Tulane. Their wins aren't very impressive right now. Not a lot of substance to their resume. I mean, Michigan and Arkansas on a neutral court, that, that looked good a month and a half ago. That Texas A&M win looked great at the time. Now it looks, eh, okay. And Virginia at home. I mean, honestly, you're talking three of those teams probably aren't NCAA tournament teams as of today. He predicted that they will not make the tournament. That Memphis is not. Oh, he's just trying to be controversial. I guess he's got the Torvik predictive on his side if he if he tried to hold him to it today, but that's come on, man, that's ridiculous. He said he said um, he said I think they get bored. I think that's the problem with the AAC. These Memphis guys are playing teams like Michigan, Arkansas, Villanova, Clemson, Virginia teams that they know who they are. Then they go and they play Tulsa and UTSA, and they struggle against those guys, and they and they struggle against South Florida. That's the type of team that just gets a little bit bored now. Um, he, he went on to say 
there's a lot going on around that program. There's just not a lot of stability. It feels like an NBA type of atmosphere and team, and it kind of is with Penny and Rick Stansberry. They're bringing in as much talent as they can, but I feel like that can catch up with you when you start doing it late in the summer and during the season. Now, Tyler Hansbrough, okay, he don't mess with y'all. He don't he don't mess with y'all at all. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna read to you what Tyler Hansbrough said. All right? would he probably agree. Yeah, yeah. He said Memphis can't afford in conference losses if they want to get a good bid or actually an at large bid at all. You're just not going to have a good enough strength of schedule in their conference to be able to handle back-to-back losses and expect to have a good seed or put yourself in good position to make a tournament run. They're going to have to likely win out and win their conference hey, tournament. get up out of here, Hansborough. They done knocked him in the head one too many times. Bro, you cannot be talking about my colleague like I'm that. I'm sorry. He just, he's wrong. You got, I mean, <laughs> he says they got to win out. Damn. Now, you know that Damn, sounds Psycho crazy. Psycho T, that's kind of nuts. Well, sounds like they instead of having uh, Oglesby on with him, they should have had you on yesterday. Well, T.O. Now, did T.O. Uh, what I want to know is did he defend us after a week ago being with us clearly? Did he push back on these? He said, T.O. said, look, look, Tulane is a hard place to play. They're funky, and what Ron Hunter does is tough to prepare for. I'm almost willing to let that one slide. South Florida was close. Memphis is not completely out of it. The last two games they've lost by a combined three points. Memphis is more talented than everybody in the AAC not named Florida Atlantic, so they should be able to make the tournament. I think they're making the tournament. I'm not going to be naive and say, no, they're done, NIT bound. They're going to make the tournament. I think you have a star there in Terrence Oglesby, and I want to hear more from him. Hey, Maybe we, we, we should be having him on as well as RC yes. eventually, uh, Terrence Oglesby. I think those are facts yes. he's giving you. This is going to be fine. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, Jeff's being alarmist. Tyler probably has never respected Memphis. I just got a feeling he's never respected this rogue program. Yes. Am I wrong on that? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay. Um, Jeff Goodman is banned. He's this. not going to stick to that. Jeff Goodman's banned from this show. You're, y'all are friends. Well, not so, anymore. And, and you'll have listeners because that want to hold you to that. You, you, so don't, you, you don't treat friends like this. Okay? Friends and colleagues. Y'all right. Are. Right. I do consider Jeff Goodman a friend, but there's only so much you can endure, right, before you have to take a stand about what your beliefs. Now, if you want to be skeptical about Memphis and you want to say, hey, maybe they're not the juggernaut that I thought they were two weeks ago, that's fair. But Hansborough coming on there saying they got to win out and win the conference tournament. We got to win the conference tournament to get in. We got four losses. I mean, that, now, now, y'all think I'm overreacting. Y'all think I'm overreacting. Hansborough said, y'all got to win 19 straight games. Yeah, he's still he's in concussion protocol. Yeah, he's, I think he's just – I think he's drunk off these Carolina performances. I think – and I get it. They've looked great. Yeah, somebody said when we were talking about coaches of the year, possibilities that uh, Hubert should be on there this year. Yeah. And probably will be. So – Where were they picked in the ACC, though? Were they picked one? Uh, it had to be. Because Doster's always saying no, you got to be the – been. They're probably been okay. They've been second behind Duke. Yeah, because Duke started number one, right? Well, he said they weren't good enough for Penny, though. You have to be kind of like overachieving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Hubert, but if he to wins the, the ACC, yeah. yeah, and they can, they're a one seed, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. probably deserves it. You know, <clears throat> uh, no question about it. Anyway, Jeff Goodman is banned from this show for the time being. We'll see if I revisit it. Okay. Yes, you but, will. But I tell you, who's not going to be coach of the year? Milwaukee Bucks coach Adrian Griffin, because he just got fired. Wow. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, the really? Milwaukee Bucks have dismissed, sacked, fired Coach Adrian Griffin. That's surprising. Uh, 30 and 13. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, obviously had a player issue, whether that's with Giannis or whoever. You cross the wrong one when you're getting fired on 30 and 13, middle of a season. Wow. I mean, he did stink. He was bad. Damn. That team should probably be better than 30 and 13, but it's still kind of nuts to consider that he's out. And wasn't he Giannis's pick? Giannis pan picked at him. the time, but haven't they? I thought wow. I thought there'd been some issues. Maybe 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 it's not with Giannis, but uh, I thought they'd have a fallout. So who are they hiring? Who are they going to put in his place? I mean that that's a shocker to me. I mean I I, I it thought is to do that in the middle of a year. Yeah, I thought they might do it at the end of the year. At least I mean the guy thirty and thirteen. I mean did. Have we ever seen anything like that? I don't. Not without like a, not without cause or. I like, mean, they won yesterday. They didn't lose. It's, it's something he got They're sideways with the wrong in some cat. losing streak, right? Yeah. I mean, they did beat the Pistons. You know, they mm-hmm. uh, two in a row. I mean, they've won. They they beat the Kings on the 14th. How wild is that? The Pistons love their coach. <laughs> the the Bucks have won one, two, three, four, five out of their last six it's games. Random. So is this like a like what? It, like the only the only. Thing you time you would see something like this is like an Ime Udoka situation, right? Like where there's some off the court stuff. Mm. So it, it, the only thing I can think of is that Giannis is out, right? Yeah, I mean that's the, when it comes across like this, you got a winning record, and yes, it's the middle of the season. Uh, you you would think it's he's gotten to an impasse uh, with a player because this is still a players' league, and Giannis has got that kind of a that kind of pull. I, I am looking. Joe Prunty. Prunty. They're twenty tr- second. They're they're. They're great offensively, number two in the league. They're 22nd in defense. I mean, I, I know it's not and, as good and, as it and, should and be. And the, the roster is different because you've, you know, you've brought in Dame and subtracted Drew from that, and that's a lot of that. But, you know, 22 is not going to be anything. You know, that, that's not good enough to, to advance through, through the playoffs and, and win a finals. Man, that seems so But he, he must have gotten crossed with, with, uh, with one of the big guys. Uh, and, I mean, there, there's one. It's Giannis. I don't even thought, I think even if him and Dame – in in Dame's first year with the Bucks, if they got sideways, that's not you don't figure that's something you're going to dismiss the coach on thirty and thirteen for. Imagine it must have been a fallout with Giannis. <clears throat> that's the only thing I, that's the only thing that I think would justify a move like that is if your superstar comes to you and says, "I can't do this anymore with this guy." In which case, damn, thirty and thirteen. What's that? What's that percentage, bro? I mean, that's like seventy percent, right? I mean, that's kind of crazy. Man, tough. Tough to be an NBA coach, right? That's, that's, news. Why, that's why I always say, right? You know, um, that's why I yeah. always say. 70%. 70% of your games. That's why you cannot get attached to these guys in the NBA. Taylor Jenkins, bro, he could go tomorrow. You know? I mean, it's just. We just beat Toronto. I know, but, you know, he just beat the Pistons twice. He just won five out of six. Again, that's, you know, you, you get sideways with Ja or something. That's a different story, right. as it appears. Like Fisdale got sideways with Marcus Yep, that's the yeah. way it goes. Players League. All right, uh, we'll come back on a crazy day, as it turns out. Jason and John on Detroit FM, ESPN. Yeah, crazy day in the NBA, and the other shoe has dropped, so to speak, on Adrian Griffin as Doc Rivers, who has been working with uh, ABC. Is it ABC that he's been doing uh, games with? Yeah, Doris Burke and yeah. on the uh, A-team. Yeah, uh, he he is being seriously considered. Um, so... You know, it makes sense, right? He's on the sidelines. He's an accomplished coach. He's an NBA champ. Makes sense, you know. I mean, for all his shortcomings, he is still one of the, you know, best out there. So I'm sure that's probably the direction they ultimately decide to go. But we shall see. 
uh, crazy day in uh, in the Indeed. NBA. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jessica Benson for joining us on the show. Gina and Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.